0: I'm Broads, and you're watching Nasty Knuckles.
2: You're listening to Nasty Knuckles,
0: the Hockey Outlaws podcast, with your host Terry Nasty Suttermeyer and former Philadelphia Flyer enforcer Riley. Coute, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players.
2: Time to face off. Alright, welcome back. What is happening, Nasty? What's up, Regarelia? You look pretty tan. Yeah. Were you laying out by the pool yeah, or the just beach? A bit, just a little bit. Why are you tan and I'm not? Down in Marco Island. I know, I know. And you know what's crazy? We're in, we go down for the P Hats and SPEM uh, meetings in, in Marco Island, uh, which I have attended for 25 straight years yeah. as an equipment manager. But now we're on the other side of it. And it was uh, one of my best meetings ever. I actually had a lot of fun with you and Aaron Krauss and Richard Fasulio and, and, uh, and the, real Toby, the real Toby, who is a beauty. But, um, it was great to be down there. I just kept trying to find you and now I know every time you disappeared for an hour, you're out on the beach. <laughs> By your tan, it's you gotta, easy to gotta, see. You got to get the vitamin D. I know. I'm kidding, but man, what a great time. And can't thank them enough. They're a sponsor and uh, this stick's going to blow everyone away. I don't I you know, people like say to me, "Oh, you're just saying that because they're a sponsor you, and we are plugging it, but this I'm is for real." I'm telling you guys, it's it's a game changer. The feel is, you know, as they say, superior, it has a superior feel, which is true. The control you have shooting the puck, you could speak to that more than me. i you know, oh, well, but it does, not but it does, even with me. Like, even you've heard guys on the team say how much better I shoot, which that's not very, <laughs> it's not much of an improvement for me. But, yep. um, but with the stick, the, the release of it, which you could talk more about, obviously. And, um, you know, with the, with the holes in it, the air blade technology, the, Wind resistant of it, you know. People don't think about that with the, the tape and all that, and and the durability is ridiculous. In the way the puck pops off the yeah, stick is hundred percent.
1: And if we didn't believe in a stick before, we went down to these meetings, yes, and having these conversations with NHL equipment managers and and, and having the dialogue, getting in these locker rooms, and 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 the newest model, this uh, this Pro V wow. three uh, sabotage. Um, you know, again, to all your points there. Um, this thing is. The lightest stick in the market, uh, balanced and, and durable. But uh, I'm looking forward to this year. This year, they're going to get an NHL guy in this stick. For sure. More than uh, more one. More than one. 100%. Um,
2: we've got a ton of interest with
1: uh, with some of these NHL teams, and uh, we'll see this thing take off. But, uh, it, uh, it's it's, it's
2: It is amazing. It's cool. We, we've been fortunate enough when we met them a little over a year ago, and just the progress they've made. And now, already within a year and a half, this – I think this is the finals. I don't know how you could get better than
1: this. 100%. The feel
2: like we, we joked around about, I wish we had cameras on the guy's faces when they actually pick, Oh, what is this? This is some kind of gimmicky thing. And they picked a second. I'm like, Whoa, even we won't call them out, but other reps from other companies were like, we had one ask us, came to get a couple of these for my son who's yeah. a pretty big time player um so it, it's exciting and i can't wait to see where this goes yeah know? no
1: doubt and they've poured a ton of time energy and money into this the r&d it's no joke i mean five or six patents on this bad boy so um like i said we believed in it we've been using it i've yep. been talking about it but i feel like this thing is ready to take off so it was for nice sure. to see this in the context of pro sports you know yep. obviously with pro trainers and and guys that actually had a legitimate uh, opinion on sticks to feel this thing and handle it and give an opinion back. So, looking forward to that.
2: Yes, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um,
1: changing, changing topics. Uh, big congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. Yes. Huge effort, huge win. Nice to see them knock off the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Yeah, that's a tough team to, to beat. I mean, no which doubt. they showed. I don't think many people. You knew they had a good team, but yeah. like to get back again and and even force Game Six. No kidding. You know, like Resilience. you could see they kind of ran out of gas, which yep. is to be expected. I mean, God, but uh, you're right. Congratulations, Colorado, our buddy Cube. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he made his uh, he made an appearance really quickly right after. Uh, he did. He didn't get to play in the final game, but obviously they dressed the guys. And if you haven't seen the clip, I'm sure Baller will uh, have that up with him. Putting a little nice dent in the, in the Stanley Cup. He yeah. made his mark on it for sure.
1: Nice little recovery on the play, too. Yeah. Stuck
2: in the crowd. Somehow he was late.
1: Yeah. No, no. We've, We've what, talked what to him about that. The where the was he? Floating around where the whole uh, squad is already set up. <laughs> he <laughs> the has the, the, the cup. cup. <laughs> <laughs> Typical cube. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know, congrats to cube. Uh, you know, Amazing turn of
2: events for him coming yes. from the Flyers,
1: going over to the to the Avalanche, and winning a cup. Yeah,
2: that's not that's not a bad. Uh, you know, you got to give. Kyle, he he played quite a bit too. Like, yeah. he, I you know, for some reason he wasn't in the lineup. Maybe the last two games, may have just been the last one. But, um, good for him, man. Yeah, he's a absolutely. great kid. Um. It was kind of funny that I didn't realize it was cube at first. It oh, came flying it in there. Dying. I was just laughing, and then I <laughs> he kept showing it. The zoom like, in of the cup and the dead. Oh dance my god! There's a dead. Was like, oh my god! This thing hasn't oh, even been to the
1: party yet, and it's already damaged. It was great. All good. Um, so, congrats to them. What a what a hell of a playoffs yes. in general, right? It I was mean, great. Great playoffs. Great finals. I mean, you can't ask for anything more as a hockey fan, in my opinion. Right. I agree. And then just. Uh, John Stevens, our, yes. our, our good friend, John Stevens, former coach, former colleague. Um, the news broke yesterday. I actually spoke with Johnny yesterday, and it hadn't been released, but since then it's been released, but now assistant coach with the Las
2: Vegas Knights. That's a huge pickup for Las Vegas. Hey, not only is he a good coach, but the human that he is, yep. Just we, you've talked about him, I've talked about him. What a, what a great pickup for Vegas yeah, uh, getting him, and I'm not sure what the connection is there, or, or either they just knew about Johnny, like yeah. what kind of a man he is, and uh, it's probably that, the case. You know, yeah,
1: it's a it's a, sm- it's a small tight knit you know group of people in the hockey world, and uh, you know when you're that caliber of a coach in person, and you're trying to. Hire a assistant coach or a yep. couple assistant coaches. Obviously, he would top the list. And yeah, he's, he's
2: a great, great human, great and great we're going to get him on the pod in the next yes, couple of weeks. Next so couple of weeks, he's coming I'm looking in. Looking forward to have Johnny on. And his down two, the it's, beach. and his two boys are pros. They yes, play, they, they play pro. Which you know, I met them when they were born. You know, when they were infants. Yeah. Um, they've been friends with my daughters, but uh, it's happy. To, I'm happy to see them getting to play too. And you know, it's just awesome for Johnny because, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. I didn't even realize the whole Dallas thing went down with everyone. I just thought it was bonus. And then I think you told me, no, they got, you know, they, there's clean, kind of cleaned house. So I'm happy for Johnny. It didn't take long, did it? 100%. I mean, mean, you're not going to go wrong there. there. As
1: far as uh, squeezing in a coach into an organization. And and, we know talking to Johnny. It sounded like all their, their, their contracts were up and they just didn't renew them. Just kind of Uh, let them go and and kind of had a different direction, which happens in sports. Uh, just the way it goes. Um, and then uh, shifting gears once again, our, our buddy Alex Lyon. I coached yes. him with the Phantoms. He was here in the Flyers organization, obviously. Wins a Calder Cup with Chicago Wolves. Yes, uh, props to him. Very happy for him. Yeah, and yeah,
2: no doubt. I told him he's a, he's a bit of a rebel, flipping off the camera. He got a nice little two-game suspy for that. Uh, I, I was texting with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I got two games for the Did old." Give fl- a suspension for that. Two games.
1: Going to the next season? Yeah,
2: going to the next that season. Is hilarious. I hilarious. Not see <laughs> yeah, that. Oh two, my god! I did not know that. Spent. I said, "You're such a rabble, bro." And oh, he's man, like, "What's he doing?"
1: Anything? I don't know. Who I didn't happen. The birds. I don't
2: know. Uh, just we just have to find out. Yeah, we we gotta have to find out. We we'll get him on. We yeah, we got to get him on and figure out what happened because he's a great kid, he man. Really is. It seems out of
1: character for him to do something like that. Unless it was I kind of love it Because yeah. Let's just
2: there has to be something behind it hopefully we'll find out yeah we definitely. but uh congratulations man he's a he's a great kid he was such a hard-working guy from the day uh the you know flyers signed him I, I, if i'm not mistaken he played at yale And i remember him coming in he's just a great right, kid yeah, and i um, thought he's 100%. a good goalie too. to be honest with you but you know it's tough position it's, it know? is it is so congrats alex you're the man
1: yep and one more congrats our good friend, Zach Hill. Yes, on retirement. How I'm, many years did he work for the Flyers?
2: Well, he'd been there when I got here in 94. So he was here before that. Yeah, so it's man, been dude, a, Matt, long man, it's a long and run. And you, I tell you, and we're not just saying this, this guy's the best public relations guy in any sport. I don't Could care with you more. who you know, there's not a better one than this guy. Yeah. And I, I said to him the other day, I was like, I don't want you to retire. I'm not even there anymore. Yeah. But I'm like, you're just you're too good. And he goes, it's time. You know, it's time. It's time. I've had a great run, but man, congrats, Zach. We love you. He's been so good to us. Helped us out with a lot of things. And, no doubt. and he is the best. And it's going to be tough filling his shoes. I'm not sure who will be the guy, but yep. uh, if it's if it's Joe, um, good for Joe. But uh, it's going to be yeah, Josephville. It's going to be hard filling those shoes. He's the no best. Doubt.
1: We'll have to get him on the pod once he yes. settles down and the, and the dust clears there. But um, you know, appreciate everything he's done for the team, and you know, yeah. including myself while I was there. Just a quality human, uh, helped, just did his job to his T, yes. to a T, and, and above and, and beyond. Above, above and yes. beyond you know, one sure. of those Guys, so for sure, congrats, Zach, and that brings us into episode 77.
2: 77, boys. Crazy, nasty. I know,
1: seven. With our boy Hunter Brody,
2: Rhodes Media. He's He'll be, I hope he didn't put anyone to sleep because he's not very, you know, enthusiastic. I'm not sure if he brought the energy today, but. I bet you he brings it. I bet you do. With, an iced With a nice it. coffee. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. And a bagel in his pocket. He might have a bagsy in his pocket <laughs> when he gets here. All right. Episode
1: 77 presented to you by CureLeaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Check them out at cureleaf.com for all your pain management, anxiety management, and sleep management needs. Episode 77, let's go, Nasty. Let's go,
2: Riggs. This is Nasty Knuckles. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Settlemeyer. And this week, we're very happy to have our very good friend. He is the president, the founder, the CEO, everything creator, host of Broads Media. And he's on 97.5, the fanatic Mr. Hunter Brody, what's up, brother?
0: What's going on, fellas? It's nice to be here in person. Look at this place; this is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I've been uh, since being retired. Right, the hockey atmosphere it died off a little bit. It's nice to be in the locker room setting. Yes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? exactly. This yeah. is it's appreciate
2: funny. This, in. Yeah, of we of course we appreciate you, and and this is a shop, but right now it's the studio. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. It's beautiful. Look at these twigs.
0: (laughs) I'm looking around at the gloves. I used to always be a four-row guy, Bauer specifically. (laughs) Then in college, I went CCM four-rows, and I enjoyed it a little bit more. (laughs)
2: Well, we're, you weren't dropping them on my the ice like this guy. Yeah, yeah, I right, yeah. did once, and it ended bad. bad. My nose was touching my oh. cheekbone.
0: Chopsticks. Back in the EHL days, they, didn't have like, they had chopsticks up no there. Chopsticks. Yeah. Worst case scenario ever, too. We were up, and then oh. we were long. We, we won in overtime, though. The fellas had my back there late. Oh, yeah, man. it was a big momentum swing for the other squad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I've
1: been there. Yeah. You were saying before we hopped on here that you, you, you gassed. All your hockey equipment became moldy. NASA's got to get you some new gear. Yep. Yeah, that's, get you that's back
0: on the ice. That needs to happen. Yeah, for sure. So when I moved into my house with my fiance, rule number 78 was yep. no smelly equipment in the house. I'm thinking, okay, I'll go get a some sort of bucket to throw my equipment in. We'll keep it outside underneath the roof. It'll be all right. I didn't check on it for like a year so I decided let's go play pickup with the fellas. <laughs> I opened that box. Holy shit. It smelled <laughs> horrible. It was green. It was moldy. So now it's, it's, I'm trying to pick up the pieces throughout my buddy's equipment, old equipment, you know? I got you. Yeah. We got you. Submariner
2: skate sharpening has you. How about some tovies? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. We'll get into that later, but their newest stick, I'm telling you. We gotta get it Johnny Hockey's hands. I know he's got deals making yeah. mills. What's
1: Warrior? Yeah, right. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> best stick <best laughs> in the league of Toby, man. We gotta yep. get in his hands. We'll get in his hands. Let's revolutionize the hockey game. Yes, for okay. sure.
2: But uh bro, seriously, thank you for coming on, man. We, we we've uh we love to have you in. We we knew that we might not get you in, but you You know, you told your old lady, hey, listen, I'm going."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was like Zoom, real life, Zoom, real life. It's like, let's work the schedule around here. Get the coffee, and here we go. Get
2: the iced (laughs) coffee. Um, We want to start it off by talking about, obviously, the Flyers' new uh, coaching hire, uh, Mr. John Tortorella. What are your thoughts, brother?
0: I like it. I like it. I think that there were some options this off season with uh, Trots, and then Bruce Cassidy came up out of nowhere there when Boston let him go. And I think he had some options here, but they're all good options. Right. So, especially with last year with how pathetic the season kind of spiraled out of control, I think you got someone with some structure, some attitude, some oomph, and they might cross the line a little bit. But I think last year snowballed so out of control that this might be the perfect time for that voice, you know? Right.
1: Yeah, I agree, we said this before, and I actually spoke to you last night, there, Broads. Uh, at, the, at the very least, he brings an attitude and identity, right? These guys are going to be working. There's going to be, there's going to be that jam that we've missed probably the last couple of years, not just this past year. Um, so. We've always talked about John Tortorella being a good hire before he was picked. I mean, obviously, there was a couple other candidates, even Rick Tocket thrown in there. I'm not saying that these guys wouldn't get the guys to play and wouldn't bring an identity to them, but I think Torts is, is known um, for that. You know, shelf life is generally pretty short in most teams he goes to, but, um, you know, uh, they're going to have to bring in a few pieces to help complement yes. his his style and, and his attitude. So,
2: Yeah,
0: no, I agree. It's weird because I like to use other sports sometimes to shape an opinion, if you will. But with the Phillies, they just fired Joe Girardi. And I remember saying, well, there's got to be a lot more than just Joe Girardi being fired for this team to turn it around. And it really did turn around with just the firing of Joe Girardi when Rob Thompson came in. And I'm like, hold on a second. Maybe there's more to this. So I'm using that maybe to sell myself a little optimism on, I'm not telling you this team's going to be great. But I don't think last year was really who they were I thought they played bad hockey but I don't think they have bad hockey players right plus health played a big factor but sure I don't know was the firing of Joe Girardi maybe an example of what can happen with the culture shift here of whatever happened with AV which there was some noise and speculation inside of the locker room before last year happened and I don't know maybe the tone being changed from Tortorella would be uh something to compare to what happened with the Phils. Yeah, I, Maybe I'm being too optimistic. I, no. I talked to Jim Jackson recently, too, and I, I had him on 97.5 The Fanatic as a guest as well over the last week. And someone called in after and goes, he's working through NBC, so he's going to try and sell you optimism just because that's his job. But <laughs> I know J.J. outside of it. He really believes that there's more to this team, and I do, too, and I know right. it's a hard sell right now, but... They're not as bad as what last year showed. It's impossible. They're, they have too much talent to be bottom four in the NHL.
2: hundred percent. And saying that, like you, you, you said it perfectly, like health was, that was the biggest thing last year. I mean, we all can probably agree on that. Even if, if you have that full lineup, maybe still they're sneaking into the playoffs. Maybe they're not, but they're not. They don't finish where they finished. But Torts, I've worked I worked with him three three times, and he's a great man, which we've talked about 100 times. But he pushes you and he expects you to work hard. You, as a player, like, you have to understand your coach is going to do that. Michael Zotto was telling us that he's actually calmed down, like, the whole snap shows a lot of the time, like from when he was in New York. You know, he was a kid there, and Torts was, you know, he's going out of Brooksy. Riles had a great question talking of that with, with the media with Torch because, you know, he's got some great clips. Of course. I'm getting ready for that
0: too from well, yeah, personal yeah,
2: experience. I was going to ask you, is like, are,
1: are you getting ready I want to see head the
2: head with Torch? Yes, because I want to see who's more fired up. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it. When you ask that question, he's going to pop up at that podium because you're going to be the loudest guy when <laughs> yeah, he's getting asked. And I, I can't wait for this. I don't know. I'll have to see how it goes in the in the flow of it here. I don't want
0: to go to – they teach you this, right? The number one rule is don't make it about yourself. Yeah. So I don't, want to, I don't want to go in there and start saying, hey, of let's see, it. let's see what Broads can do here against yeah. Torsey. Uh, uh, my best friend plays for Columbus right now, Eric Robinson. And yep. I asked him about Torty. Loved him. I mean, absolutely said great things about him. The more and more you speak to people who played for him, That's the response that you get. 100%. There's going to be the occasional people, Dubinsky or anybody else who throws things out there on social media. Then I go back to what I'm hearing about Boston. And Bruce Cassidy apparently lost the locker room. Bruce Cassidy is an amazing coach. Every coach is going to have a couple players by the end of their tenure that might look at them a little bit differently. That's just reality of it. I want more power play time. I want more PK time. You know, I'm a healthy scratch or whatever it is. So I look at it that way more than anything else, which is... I don't know a coach where 100% of the locker room is always on board. That's more of just the nature of coaching. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, exactly. that's 100%. And, and, and to your point, I think that's exactly what happened last year with the Flyers. Is is Av lost the locker room? And w- w- however that happens, you know, you lose a few games, and it's a communication thing. You lose a couple players, and then it trickles or down. Right? Ten in a row, or ten in a row, times, two times or three times, five um, times, a you lady, know, seven yeah, times. Right? <laughs> but you know, but it, but it, but it happens, say slowly, and then eventually it's like out of control, right? And that happens th- with the best coaches that ever played, you know, ever, ever coach the game. So, um, you know. We've heard a ton of positive things from Torts. Yeah, so you're going to have some disgruntled players. There always is, right? So guys are always trying to get more playing time. They're trying to get in and out, of, you know, in the lineup, obviously, for guys that are not playing, um, you know, and I, and I think it's always about communication and how it's communicated to the player and that respect is built. But over time, when you, especially when you start losing, um, things get hairy and then people get fired and then here we are. So uh, who do you think it, it might be towards his assistants? Any idea?
0: Yeah, I don't know, honestly. I haven't really put too much thought into it. I've just kind of been thinking about Sean Couturier's health or Ryan Ellis' health, and now there's Joel Farabee news, which is yeah, right. you know, disappointing. Super to, disappointing. Yeah, to start the season because he's one that you know I'm looking for a big year out of him. and mm-hmm. I still think he can do that, of course, but it's just – I don't know. Have you guys heard any info on how it happened? I'm, I'm assuming by the timing of it, and I was doing a little bit of research and asking some people, it seemed like it's not one of those where they just waited a long period of time for when the season ended. It seemed something happened – relatively soon while you know working out in the off season um, and skating so that at least for whatever it's worth Matters to me because I'd be this. I don't know the Ryan Ellis thing. I'm kind of hearing some bad news in regards yeah, to what's going to happen next year. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, in ter- terms of the assistant coach, I haven't put too much
2: thoughts on it because I'm just focusing on health. That was <laughs> yeah, such a right, devastating right. point last season. Yeah, it sure was. And and his his main assistant was uh, Brad Larson, who's now the head coach right, right. in Columbus. So it will be interesting to see. Uh, you know, who I heard they towards- like Mike Yo still. Oh, and and the guys as, love him. I yeah, was going to say. As, so. It was
0: brutal last year under him a little bit towards the end and all, but I'm not going to blame him for they was throwing an awful hand and played it the way they did. So, Flyers fans might get upset to hear his name resurface, but hearing how much, like you just said, the guys love him and all, that's the job of the assistant coaches to sort of play that fine line of being there for them, being more player friendly and whatnot while still obviously doing his job. But maybe it's Yo. Yeah, could be.
2: I mean,
1: I I think that's a great pick. I mean I, yeah. mean, I mean, obviously there's a lot of potential assistant coaches, but for a guy to go in a head coaching job and still want to go back into an assistant coaching job, he's been a head coach before, obviously as we know. Um, the report is is he's very well respected, and like you said, like he's the buffer zone to the head coach. You know, he has a good relationship with the players, put a smile on his face, shoot the shit with the guys. I mean, that's what his job is, but. It needs to be a humble guy in that position that's able to step back and you know not think down yep. the head coach right and and, and and go back to that assistant coaching role and be okay with that. So if as long as he's okay with that, right, um, <clears throat> I, I think that's a great pick. I mean, I, I from what I see is like Mike Yo, and from what I'm hearing is yep. a solid guy. So we will see. But to your point on the uh, the injuries, man, that's like that's the biggest thing, right? You could build the best team on earth if you're not healthy. You really have no chance of, uh, of of
0: finding your way to a Stanley Cup. Yeah, I know, and the defense too. It worries me here yeah. because the Provorov thing. I have a fine line as a number one when no one's next to him. It turns into a little bit some uncomfortable situations. Right. When he's a number two, it's great. Like he's he's very good, very good. So there's this outrage, and I tie this together with Flyers fans because it's I see it a lot, I hear it a lot, I take phone calls a lot on the radio. So that's sort of the voice that I constantly hear. So, you know, it's this Provorov, get him out of here, this and that. And it's like, I get it. Trust me, he does have some things that bother me at times. But he's the number two. Like, I think that there's a, it's a good, a huge, important role that that matters. And 100%. when he's that, he's really important. So I, I'm kind of torn with the Provorov thing. But the outburst he had towards the end of the season, it's, fa- it's just a fascinating storyline, that's all. But I think what he brings to the table is a number two. Is something that I can't devalue, right? But when no I, one's next to him, he struggles. Right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I by the only person in the league that might not struggle as a number one guy with no one with him is Kale McCarr. I mean, <laughs> I he can play alone. <laughs> Fair uh, point. But four forwards on the ice and him
0: playing, is five on four. I mean,
2: five on four. There's one man short. Just play with him. I think Provy gets picked on because he was a first rounder because he's the number one guy and. You know, he had a season where he got to play with Niskanen, and they were lights out, let's be honest. And Provey could play 30 minutes a night. People don't understand how many minutes he eats and what he does. That's just – and I am buddies with him. I get sure. it. People are like, oh, he's your friend. I like him, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. I like his game. But I don't – yeah, you have to have someone there to play with him. that they, they can play that, you know, a first-pairing D, which – have well, really? I guess
0: this is, and this isn't me speaking, I'm speaking for the fans that do have the outrage. Is their concern, we thought maybe he would be that Matt Niskanen, or he would be that Ryan Ellis, where he's the one maybe helping out that number two that right. I'm claiming Ivan Provov is. Right. I'm just being, playing the other the side. Rock. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Is that what maybe the ceiling was for them in his eyes? And, and who knows, maybe he can still grow into that. I don't think that's out of touch or outrageous to think so when you look at his skill set. Right, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: And, I, and I agree with that. Maybe he hasn't developed into that yet, you know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I think he's, he was, you know, Ellis was signed as, as the number one and and probably number two, right? So you have this veteran presence uh, with you to help support maybe your weaknesses, and it takes time to be, you know, to be that rock. You know what I mean? That number one guy. So um, I, I'm certainly not discounting it, but it, it, it certainly shapes the team in a different way when you don't have that number one guy, and he's expected to be that guy. And, and being the rock, than having that number two lean on him. So I think, I guess we'll see. I mean, Ellis's health is still questionable, and um, I'm not sure who's available on D as a free agent. Uh, yeah, I'm not hearing good things about no, Ellis either. I know, it's yeah. Not, it's not I a good situation. Yeah. No.
0: Um, like LTIR, things like that, I, yeah. I, which is crazy because, you know, I feel like there's been enough time to at least have a little bit more knowledge on. Whatever the injury
2: is. Do we even know what happened (laughs) with the injury at this point? I really don't know. But it seems like it might have been more than one thing. But And there were stories too about I mean,
0: I'm in the press box a lot. Is he there? Is he? Yeah, I know, right. Drink.
2: Well, he's certainly not in the team
1: photo at the end of the year. So, um, uh,
2: what did that actually happen? I yeah, thought
1: people he, pointed him out at some point, but
2: I lost. No, so I, I don't no, think I he was there. That. He no, wasn't okay. there. Maybe he wasn't there. He wasn't there. But we I know he wasn't, in, out town. Out he wasn't in, in, in town. He wasn't in town for a while. Like he wasn't yeah, even right, here. Yeah. Like for a month or so. So, we'll see. Yeah. Just
1: finishing the thought on on Pro Yes. Maybe maybe this off season. You know, he mentally prepares to be the number one. You know what I mean? Maybe going into last year, he was, you know, just like the mindset thing. All of a sudden, his D partner's gone. Now he's taking on a role he didn't expect to. Maybe he wasn't mentally ready. Who knows? You know what I mean? Every every offseason, guys mature. You see, you know, first year guys mature, second. Obviously, everyone's maturing. Um, who knows? I mean, but I'd like to think Provi. Um, just like the rest of the squads come back better, better, yeah. bigger, better, faster, stronger, you know, and, and more facial hair, yeah, more, more body, hair, yeah. body
2: Ducks, baby, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, and it's, it's funny. Like, that's what we're all hoping for. And then you get this about, you know, Farabee. You know, yeah, it's like, gee, right. when's well, this shit going to end, man?
0: And hopefully well, it didn't happen on the golf course.
2: It, it, <laughs> yeah.
0: The old backswing. Yeah,
2: maybe. I don't you're know. Speaking <laughs> of, I got my
0: first round in in quite some time the other day. <laughs> took me way too long to get out there. 102. Here's my issue. Look, I don't think my score, it, it screams horrible, obviously, but I don't play horrible, if that makes sense. I'm yeah. out there, good times, fairway. I might have used my foot wedge here and there, but – I'm playable. 102 screams I'm in the woods. I can't find my ball. I don't lose balls. It's, I'm triple putting. I'm, I'm, I'm four putting. Now I'm a snowman. I'm bogey putting. It turns into eight. That's yeah, is my issue. Right, so right, when yeah. you say 102, 103, 104, you get, oh, shit, I don't want to play with broads. That's not really the case. I'm telling you, it's a good time. I'm po- I play old man golf. I drive 192, poking it out there. My three iron hits the same as my six iron. It's <laughs> oh, all the same distance. Yeah. None of it changes. Old man. My grandpa out drives me. I shit you not. But I'm just poking, straight,
2: poking, 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 poking. We got we to get this guy on yeah. Well, I'll that. take
1: 102 all day long.
2: Yeah. And it's <laughs> not day. a pretty well, one. Like you say, it's opposite <laughs> of what you're doing. I'll tell you who you need to golf with. And he's actually a good golfer is uh, Ken Hitchcock. Okay. Oh, Hitch. So I play with him one time. Quick story. And it's me, him, and Homer. Just us three. So I'm riding with, with Hitch. And... Uh, Teeing off, tees it off. This ball's gone. We're playing a Lynx course over in uh, Williamstown there. What would you play? What's it called? Scotland Run? Scotland Run. that's where I just played. uh, Okay, so we're playing. So first tee, he hits it to the left and all that shit. He ain't finding that ball. Like, not a chance. So I was right in the middle of the fairway, not a big deal. But anyway, so we drive over, and I get, I'm letting him. Like, he ain't got to walk. Right, not not being an asshole, but he's not gonna walk. So I drive him over to the area. It's up on the hill. His ball went in the hill, right? Homer walks because he's you know, he's a rockhead. What do you mean? He, he walks the course. It? He doesn't like to jump Oh yeah, he'll yeah, walk the course. That's his therapy. Once in a while he'll jump on the back of the, the golf cart if it's a really long but he walks, right? That's insane. I do
0: four hours in a cart. When I get home I'm sleeping for yeah, six hours. Well, I can't even imagine walking a Yeah, golf he course. walks he
2: loves it. So anyway, hitch T shot goes, it's gone. I'm like, uh, hit, you, I'll, I'll get up there, help you find it. No, nope, young Derek, I got it, no problem. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's hitting from right beside all that shit. Not say, of course, that I'm nice, not gonna say. Nicely fluffed up. Oh yeah, <laughs> hits it to the right over in that shit. You know the course, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a dog leg, and it comes back to the t- it's a par five. <laughs> it goes into shit. Same thing, hits. Let me help you. No, nope, young Derek, I got it. Hits one. St- You know what that green is? Hits it into the woods. Again. Now, he's not taking strokes on all these. He just somehow found the ball. Yep. (laughs) Ends up, literally, it's probably a nine. And he goes, put me down for a a part or a a bogey there, young Derek. And I'm like, Homer goes, what? He goes, that's about a 10, man. Yep. So, you talk about your foot wedge. Hitch has one of the best foot wedges I've ever seen. But... (laughs) That, that,
0: and I I have a buddy, too. We always joke around like, oh, uh, you know, we know that he's going to say, put down a six. Put yeah. down a six. You dropped six times. You know
2: what I mean? <laughs> but
0: uh, look, when I'm out there, I I get some friends that get aggravated and it brings the mojo down. That's my number yeah. one rule is if you get a bad hole, whatever. I don't want to hear. I don't want to see you get all frustrated, kick in the dirt. We're here for a good time. Yeah, don't right. let hole seven ruin the, the <laughs> exactly. next 12 holes or the 11 holes. We're having a good time. I'm here for a good time. So exactly. Keep the, energy, keep the energy high, but low at the same time. You know what
2: I, I, I've got Riles. We, we're in a few golf tournaments this summer.
0: Start you start beers. Well, he That's does,
2: it gets yeah, crazy. I think he does something else. Oh, than the bears. Yeah, I was going to yeah, oh, say. Yeah. Well, sometimes
0: stay- when I do that, I start overanalyzing <laughs> analyzing yeah, right. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It's like, wait a second. You dialed in, yeah. right? Yeah. You're thinking You're of my You're f- focused. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's yeah, going on focused. here? Yeah. Yeah. He's focused. in <laughs> flow, flow state. Yeah, right. New yeah, flow exactly. state.
1: They're trying to find flow state. I still uh, haven't found flow state in golf
0: yet, but so still working on it. I got another thing on the D pairing, though, if we're just going to, you know, let this thing go for a run here. Yeah, sure. I am weirdly optimistic, and I brought this up to you on the radio. About Sanheim and Risto. Last year, they bothered me a little bit. But when they were good, they were good. Like, they had some games where I'm like, whoa, can we get this more often? When they had some defensive zone breakdowns, I was like, whoa, maybe we should bench them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But Tortorella, I think with this whole D zone, the structure, big body in Risto. If If they can structure him. And get him to play a sound game. Allow Sanheim to be that offensive minded guy. Yes. I think there could be something with that pairing through John Tortorella that could be night and day from all the defensive zone lapses. So I'm a little I'm probably too optimistic on some things here with this team, but that's one that I'm intrigued by. That that duo. If they even stay the same, I don't know. Maybe they like York, because I think York is not ready for top minutes, but he's probably, in my eyes, maybe a little bit better than playing. Five six minutes, right? But yeah. Sanheim and Risto might be that three four. So I don't know. You yeah, know, he's probably better suited for the final d pairing York that is than obviously taking a bigger jump with one. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's where I'm at.
2: Kind of. I, I I agree, and and I think Sandy really stepped up his game a lot this year. It was nice to see, and you know, it took him a few years. Not that yeah. he has played awful. He's had spurts where you're like, whoa. Like, the offensive side jumping into the play, that's huge, especially these days in in hockey. And he really – he had a way better season last year, I thought. 100%. Like, I mean, he was jumping into the play, getting chances. Christ, like, I say this to him, like, missed the net. He could have had way more goals, like, because he had a lot of grade eight chances, which is is great,
1: you know, like, for him. Uh, Absolutely. You know, I think with a guy like Sani, like – my coach him with the Phantoms, and obviously he's an offensive guy, unbelievable skater, puck possession guy. I think, you know, especially when you move to the NHL level, like you play a little bit more, a lesser role, and you have to be a little more cautious with your, your opportunities, right? I mean, you don't want to get burnt. And I think it takes guys uh, some time to get that confidence to, to, you know, carry the mail sometimes and and and, 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 and carry the puck. You know, from the D zone into the offensive zone, and, and and know that his partner's got his back, and he's not have to play both sides of the puck. You know, and uh, I think Risto is that guy. I think you know, with a little more you know structure with Torts. Not that you know the Flyers' coaching staff was telling these guys to have brain farts, but you know, I think it's a little bit a little bit more emphasis on taking care of the house first, and then and, you know building up and, and and playing away from the net. Um, Again, I, I agree with you. We talked about it last night. I think the the, the pairing itself, is, as long as the guys are, are are playing the best they can, you know. But the, the brain farts happen, right? I mean, that's just yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen. Like, it's it's, a, fast game, it's bro, a fast game, bros. You know. And that's just like taking bros, off two you know. And-
0: Wait, when in danger. The glass is your best friend. Yeah, that's interesting. Glass the truth, right? it out, let it lift winger a, lift curl, a fight
1: another day. Pick it up. Yeah, no, man. I used to get yelled at all
0: the time, uh, just because I don't know if I told you this before. I know sometimes we resurface some laughters of my career. But uh <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. Sometimes twenty seconds, whew, and out. You know, uh, I yeah, my yeah. twenty seconds and I'm and my first life, who happened to be my best friend in college, we went to the same school, but he was a Junior when I was a freshman, so here I am as a freshman. I'm getting out there for my five, six minute roll. I was a sixth defenseman squeaking in the lineup here. But I'll use the glass and like it's like, hey, I'm off. It's yeah, like, right. I need more time than twenty seconds. 20 seconds. I was like, I I'm like, I'm twenty seconds I'm is glass. all I got. Yeah, give, me, give me twenty more of the pucks in the back of the net. So when you're in you know, when you're in desperation mode, use that glass. Oh no, let no doubt. your wingers well, curl right into like, it, baby.
2: There's yeah. there's a lot of players that played in the National Hockey a long time, Justin Braun. He just that you me, know what I'm glad you said that he
0: that was me he's I'm smart just justin
2: Braun. It's simple simple, simple demon. if you're in shit yeah. get it out like <laughs> off the glass and out and it's never going to hurt you no, i mean you, you might cute. get an icing and it comes back into your zone but dude like that guy made a career out of uh, he's had 100%. a great career and that's what he does and yeah. you know what not to get back on the whole d thing but Brauner was stuck not stuck but he's playing number 1 He was playing into a number one pairing. And he did a damn good job. He did, did, but he's never done that. You know, and that was – I know talking to him, is a lot of pressure for him because he's never – had to do that, you know. Like I thought, he did yeah. a good job but stepping yeah, up yeah, in I there for what it's worth. I did too. Yeah. I did too. Bronner's a good hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy to see him get moved yeah. so he'd have a chance yeah, in the playoffs he, yeah, and stuff did. like that. He's a great guy. Speaking of the playoffs, though, yep, yeah, it was, no fu- it was fun.
0: I was enter- highly I entertained it was an through it all. Playoffs, yeah. 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 I'm just I really nice enjoyed to it. see the the fans again and all that. And I'll say this: I don't know if it's just me, twenty seven years old. I'm sitting in my basement. I cry every time the 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 cup's voice. it's like it's just hard be, not to yeah, man this is why we were all 5-4 rollerblading in your driveway pretending to win the Cup over and over and over again yep. Yep. and then these people are living it out like they're yep. they're actually getting to do it for real can't imagine what that's like but um yeah, I mean, Game Seven, I had eight different jerseys, different team each yeah. night. Sometimes yeah. I'd hit the post. I'd be like, "Oh, they added four seconds. He scored." They added four. Yeah, they yeah they they added the, four oh, they seconds. Had, yeah. It's like I'm kissing the cup, but <laughs> watching, uh, you know, watching all these players get to actually lift it and hoist it, and their reaction to it. It's like I'm, I'm crying in jealousy, yeah, but, and also like I'm so happy for you that you get to do it because. We all do. And no one gets to, I said this on the radio the other day, and some people caught in and was like, no, every sport does this. You don't get it with the Stanley Cup. Like, you could be a baseball fan when you're five and pretend to win the World Series, or you could be a basketball fan and pretend to win the NBA championship. And I'm not discrediting how cool that is when you're five, six years old, adding five seconds to the shot clock that yep. you're the game winner. Yep. It's not the Stanley Cup. It's no. not. It's not that feeling of being a hockey player. And that's, One thing I don't like to do is be the typical hockey guy because we're douchebags and we're assholes and we look at it as hockey's the best and there's nothing that can touch hockey. And Trust me, all the locker rooms I've been in where I want to be like, hey, watch basketball with me, watch golf with me, watch this. like, dude, no, it's not hockey. And it's like, well, open your mind up a little bit because there's (laughs) there's some other great things out there that you're just not giving the time of day and it's beauty in its own way. It's not hockey, you're right, but there's still a beauty in it. Sure. The Stanley Cup stance, though, I'll die on that. There is nothing like being five, six years old, pretending that hoist that
2: puppy. 100%. It's It's funny watching, like you say, you kind of get teared up. Even with, like, players, I don't want to say I don't like, but, like, guys that when I was in hockey and you're like, God, like (laughs) Kadri. Like, I was actually ha- – like, I was like, wow, yeah. man, good for him. Even that he's never done a thing to me, and I've heard he's actually a great guy, but he just does stupid shit sometimes on the ice. Yeah. And I loved how he said – and everyone that said I'd be a liability he'd kiss my ass. Well, like, yeah. it's funny, too, with that the Toronto kind of storylines
0: with them. It's like yeah. uh, the Maple Leafs are the just the reaction of them always failing and whatnot, plus the injury with him right. added yeah. more to the storyline. But, yeah, I think the right team won. Tampa was kind of running out of gas after yeah. all these – um, you know all these runs. Yeah. yeah, I mean too many
2: Stanley Cups. The yeah. fact I, I, <laughs> <you> <laughs> I was actually we talked about this, Riley and I. Like, I was shocked. I thought Florida ha- w- would beat them. I really did in my in my mind. But boy, did they did they Vasi's just shut it down. I mean, they were getting Florida was still getting their chances. They could score on the guy, and Bob was good. And that was mm-hmm. the one thing we were kind of yeah, talked was- about. we were worried about Bob in the playoffs. Never really proven himself at that. You know. Um, and he was great in that series. I but, thought so, too.
0: But it's like G took the Flyers' power play a little bit with Florida down there and, and uh, you know, down They couldn't score. Not yeah, at they, all. And it, it's score. a shame because I was, I was on the I'm rooting for the Panthers yep. as my Flyers because I wanted to shut up all the Drew haters and yep. claim that he's a lo- you know a losing player and all this, which yep. is just absolutely embarrassing to state. And then it went out the way that it did, and now you're getting yeah. some – stupid oh, takes out there about how Nancy. he's a loser for not going to Colorado, yet you're the yeah, same right. moron who would yell at Kevin Durant for going to the Warriors and joining a super team to win a championship. You're the same <laughs> yeah. person that would rip that apart, yet you're saying it's just it's, yeah, it's it, crazy. He's it, a it. great player. Why, why is it that hard to comprehend it? The guy's a
2: phenomenal player. Exactly. I mean, it's funny, too, because like they also don't know everything that was going on on the inside, but they have their right. comments. And, and that's just the world we live in. Obviously, you probably deal with a lot more being on the radio. Um, and I'm probably the one sometimes saying
0: some things about players without fully know. To be fair, yeah. I have to be opinionated, so right. I'll say something about Jimmy Butler, I'll say something about Ben Simmons, or I'll say something about some of these guys, and maybe there is some things happening behind the scenes that we don't know about that changes all. And and, and that happens a lot with a lot of this stuff. I know Cal McCarr is something that we saw, and it's all this, you know, Ron Hexed all this and that, and. I guess we can kind of snowball into that. I I wouldn't say it's an interesting take, but we clearly know that that was missed, right? But I guess for me, wow, it would be super nice to have him in this franchise. and He'd be the face of your franchise. It's like I just look through the history of sports, and in every draft in every sport, there's someone who goes nine that probably should have went in the top three, or there's someone who goes six that's better than one, two, and three, and Alice didn't take him. New Jersey didn't take him. I hated that we ended up with the result we got. But at the time of the draft, I can't lose sight that Nolan Patrick was being discussed as number two in the draft. Like That was part of the whole hockey world's dialogue. With hindsight, of course, I'm devastated. It was a miss. It's a flat-out huge miss that changes this franchise. But it's not like Dallas saw this. I don't think Colorado saw this. Did anyone think this was really what he was going to be? So, Not that I'm giving anyone a free pass, because you can't miss on a player like that. You just can't. But Dallas and New Jersey did the same thing. You know, 100%. it's like yep. if they all saw it and just – the if McCarr was the most obvious pick in the world and Ron Hextall steps up to the podium and goes, Nolan Patrick, then I think it's more of a yep. a, a debate. But um, I get it. Um, it's not like I don't see why we're upset about this. It's yeah. I just can't cream them because all these teams – didn't see what McCarr was gonna be, you know? 100%. Right, hundred percent. That's just kind of where yeah. I'm at. And, and the, to say after the fact, yeah, anyway.
2: yeah exactly. And there's also it stings, but there's also there's also a lot of things that aren't made public for that were going on, and I'm not gonna say it, but things that were going on that did not help Nolan. A lot of things, and not to, You're talking about the injury. Yeah, and some of that stuff. Yeah, so like. Well, yeah. I kind of take – I feel bad for Nolan because I don't think he ever had a real shot at being who he could be. And, I yeah. mean, even this year he got two more concussions, a poor guy. Yeah, that's um, – yeah. you know, He's you had a chance but, to optimize. Right, and, and he, he never had that time. chance. And But you're right, like two other teams missed on this guy. And the reports were one and two was either Nolan and he's or the opposite since he was 14 years old, he was ranked the number one player. Like he was supposed to be the number one pick overall when he was 18. And, but you're right. It's, you look at it now and you're just like this kids, Wayne Gretzky said he reminds him of Bobby Orr. I mean, that's a, Pretty damn good comparison, and it's I would say so. and it's not me saying it. It's Wayne Gradsky yeah. saying it. So well, he's at
0: the blue line and he gets a puck and he's flat footed, and there's a forward coming up to you know get in the lane of the shot or whatever, he shifts his weight to the left. He'll do a spinorama. He'll fake sauce it. He'll, he'll keep it. He'll rip it short side twine. It's uh, yeah. excuse me. What yeah. You, yeah, what I mean, did you just it, do?
2: It, it reminds yeah. me of me immensely. It's like, <laughs> I'm trying to stand up yeah. out there. Right? I'm not doing a any of that. Speed Whoa.
0: Whoa. What oh, happened? God. excited for, like, a, honestly, I'll make a tape to tape pass, and I'm like, wow, that wow. was a great outlet. I really pass. snapped <laughs> that yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice, crisp. Feeling pretty good about you're yourself. You're behind yeah. the
0: net, you see your ringer on the half wall right by the hash mark. Yeah. Your center swinging. It's just a crisp, clean get out of the zone. You're yeah. like, yeah. Up, that's yeah, your 20 seconds. You're off. Right? Now yeah. I'm off. Yeah. Now I'm off. We're good to go. Oh man, and, and you Until know the PK comes around. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Right? yeah. We face, uh, right. we had um, one of the winners, former flyer this year, got picked up there on uh, waivers. Uh, cube yeah, Kubel, right. Nicholas Albe Kubel, and when we had him on, there was this thing where he he was late a lot of the times. Well, who was the last guy to come in for the picture that had the cup? I want to know where he was. Yeah, right. But yeah. he was late. And he drops the damn thing and dents it. Oh right? my god! It was <laughs> so even. Classic. Did you know? It's, I bet that's the first time the cup hasn't been sitting up. I know it could still sit up. But I thought it was funny yeah. how they were holding it's it. Good sideways. recovery though
0: by him. He yeah, was it like, was reason, like, he was a good recovery. He's supposed to do swings it. Swings
2: right in. I'm like
0: the picture of them seeing it happen is iconic. Oh, the, yes, oh, yeah. it really is. It filled for a good moment for sure. Someone told me that they the, non hockey guy. Saw the cup reaction. I was telling the story that I just told you guys about being younger and all and how much it means to us as hockey fans. And he goes, well, if I want it, I'm not drinking or doing anything. The nasty stuff that's been involved. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I won all the nasty shit yeah. go- I won all the disgusting Like that's part of the story It's like yeah, hey, dude right? You should see what I did No yeah. you should see what I did <laughs> yeah. Like that's part of the story If that's gonna gross you out Like what are we doing here guy like, yeah, I'm no like doubt. dude I gotta pick your brain You got something wrong with you I think if yeah. you're right Sorry, dude, you know what I'm saying? yeah He's like, Cause the picture was I think it was Johnson Woke up with the picture Oh of- in his bed there yeah could you imagine what that feeling is like? You wake up the next morning, and the cup is just sitting next to you. Oh, Man,
2: yeah. bros, I, I went Dude. up to Mike Richards' his parties. He had, he had two parties. I went up to the one in Kenora. And I had to sit Now I was still with the team. This is obviously back a while. But the, the thing, you're not supposed to touch it. I had to put the seatbelt on the cup. I'm in the back seat. What's the guy with the white hair there? He he didn't come. It was the other guy. It okay. uh, an amazing gig. I know. Yeah, right? So we'll and and Richie that. got it. Jeez. Richie actually got it for longer than most. He had it for two and a half days. I don't know if it was because we were at Kenora, the travel part of it, but we had it basically for two days. But the last day before it was it was they were taking it, we had to go to this golf course and uh, take a picture there, and we. Put the uh, the cup obviously on the green and all this stuff, but I had to sit in the back with it and not touch it because I'm like, you know, the superstition is if you not that I'm playing for it. That's what but I'm thinking. I didn't touch the damn thing. Cabby uh, Richards is yep. sitting there eating Captain Crunch out of it. I wanted to eat Captain Crunch out of the damn thing. I, I would have. Now,
0: that there, I mean, if you being involved in the league, I guess maybe I'd have a little anxiousness involved because of being associated with the franchise. I don't want to be the one to put the jinx on the yeah. flyer since 70, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Captain
0: would, Crunch yeah, out of the cup. Just for Captain Crunch, you know. I that's guess for, I really wouldn't have had to touch, it, touch yeah. I could have yeah. just man. eaten it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's a different cereal brand. Maybe we're in a, yeah. we're in a, we're in a different conversation, but (laughs)
2: You know, it's funny. I didn't touch it. it. I didn't touch it, and then I go to Chiefs party, and... I'm standing there we're taking a picture with Chief and, and Elvis and Elvis got his hand right on it of course you know course, which yeah. he should course, yeah. but I still didn't touch it because I'm like we're gonna fucking win here you know like and, and now I can't win the cup <laughs> it's pretty yeah. impossible for me <laughs> unless I make a comeback hey, yeah never you say know? never you know? I, no, I'm I've kidding, seen you breaking down tape on,
0: <laughs> on equipment
2: <laughs> yeah. managers oh, and Kucherov. we're and, gonna talk about that at some yeah. point we got a video for that the whole like you said the whole yeah, breakdown think, of that you got
0: an <laughs> NHL player safety like, yes with yes.
2: .06 seconds on the clock you gotta like Zoom into the ref. Zoom into the... Dude, they were fastballs the... Cooch was throwing at my buddy.
0: Yeah. Fastballs. Would you be able to handle that? What would your reaction be afterwards? Well, Did yeah, you get, I've, you'd say something to him?
2: I've never... Like, yo, dude, a little out of line. I would have later. Yeah. And I would I would imagine Cooch would probably apologize to him. But, uh, like, so. I've never seen... Just take a stick, dude. You know, like, grab a stick if there's not one. I mean, it's happened. It's, it's not like it's the first time, but I do feel bad for him because... I, I didn't see the whole thing. How when he dropped the stick, when he broke it, but when everyone's standing up, like if you're short like me, you can't see anything. So you re, you rely on guys to yell, right, like right. you know, cooch stick. You know, you stick, know how stick, long stick. he's been the equipment manager there? Um, he's been there for a couple of years. It wasn't the head guy. Um, it was, it was the he stands at the other end of the bench. But like I said, there's there's people there. I actually like to ask Moose. What happened, uh, Elliot, uh, Brian Elliot, because obviously he was right there. Hopefully, he didn't get hit with any shrapnel because yeah, right, yeah. he was fucking firing those gloves, boys. Right. But, um, yeah, t- like we kind of talked about McCarr already. Like, just, I mean, this guy's ridiculous, but it makes no sense. I don't, I think he might win more than one Stanley Cup.
0: Yeah. I, the only thing, uh, I think every time a team wins, the natural reaction is who's going to stop them or how long is this going to go? And, well, they, got bounced in the second round multiple times Good in a point. row. So it's not like it's automatic, especially at this sport, Montreal, and this is why the optimism, I guess I'll use the air quotes or whatever for the Flyers. Not that I think they're going to win a Stanley Cup by any means, but it's just a weird sport. I never thought the Rangers would go sixth yeah, in the Eastern Conference right. Finals, and that happened because Igor, they couldn't score yeah. a lick 5-on-5, five five, but power play and goaltending carried them all the way. Not that the Flyers have a Panarin or a zabenajad really. Zabenejad's right. unbelievable. Kreider, yep. what are Crider, I Tr- mean, yeah. Yeah. Hits, you Kreider had. throwing hits. Yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, Kreider as well. So I don't know if the Flyers have that per se. But did, did anyone see Kreider scoring that many goals before the no. season began? No. no, no. Um, so it's a weird sport. The Montreal Canadiens. You had the Dallas Stars a few years back yeah. making a run.
2: Yeah, you that's just kind of get
0: hot at the right. T- it's a very. It's not basketball where. And I know I, I I do that though. I bounce around and compare different sports. They're different, but I think it tells storylines. You're not the eighth seed in the NBA playing LeBron James in round one. I saw Tampa Bay get swept by John Tortorella in the Columbus Blue Jackets. I've seen the Toronto Maple Leafs lose in five, and they can't get out of a first round. They lose in Game Sevens. Like these are teams that are built, and real that that Maple Leafs team they are good enough to win. A, it's just, it's yeah, especially right. now with the formats yeah. where your metropolitan ones playing or yeah. not so much one, but two and three, your first round matchup is no longer playing a team that I, just squeaks in. I don't like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I team it now. That, back in the day. When you're it was right. One, like, think about how much that means to a team like the Maple Leafs winning around compared to not winning around. And a coach gets fired or a GM yeah. gets fired where getting to the second round matters that much for job stability. For so sure. yeah. there's 100%. so many variables Into all of this, where you just never know. You know, you just just never know with hockey. It's not the NBA where you're facing LeBron James every year or the Golden State Warriors. Right.
2: We went well. I remember uh, Riggs and uh, you were there. We were the worst team in the league. It was the 40th year of the Flyers. The next year. We're in the conference finals, and I'm not saying we would have won, but we were missing Chemo Teeman and Braden Coburn and yeah. Jeff Carter. We had a lot of injuries. I'm not again not saying we would have won, but we were in the conference finals yeah. a year after being the worst team in the league. 2010. Yeah, My, I mean uh, we Michael, were seventh seed. That's what I'm saying. The Rangers, you ended up having the, the big
0: time uh, shootout win, and yeah, uh, that was Bushing that doing the yep. celebration and all. Like no one saw that, and no. were, like, Patrick Kane scores the overtime winner, and you, you, just, you, you just never know. So I'm not. They played bad hockey. I just look at this team, and I don't think that you have a bunch of bad hockey players. Now, you need some more, though, right? I mean, yeah. I look at our top six, and I do think they're – especially with the loss of Giroux, there's still some things. I love Couturier and Hayes as your centers. I, you know, I would love, in an ideal world, if you can place someone above Coots, which is saying a lot, cause I think Coots is great, but if you could have, like, a number one center, Coots is your two, and Hayes as your – that's deep.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah a, I agree. That's, a that's really deep. really
0: deep. That competes for, you know, with some of these other teams. But yeah. – um. You know, one extra element here would, would definitely push them to a new level, I think. So yeah, I agree with that.
2: and I haven't uh, taken a really good look at all the free agents that are, are coming up. Obviously, we know Johnny Hockey. Uh, Johnny is, is his name's thrown around here. He's from here. We know that you're best buddies with him. But uh, something I want to bring up that Baller was telling us about in Pittsburgh, like they gave Malkin an offer and he laughed at it, and then maybe not bringing Latang back. Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I keep going back to when Hexdahl was hired. Who else was? Berkey. Yeah, right. And I remember listening to him. This was a while back. This was on Elliot Friedman. He does the, th- the 30 thoughts. Is it 31 thoughts, yep. 32 thoughts, one of the number thoughts? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was listening to – t- I get so fascinated with how Canada talks about sp- – because I do sports talk radio here. It's a lot different here than that. Like they talk about – I remember visiting John in Calgary, and their TSN was showing Florida Panthers highlights versus the Dallas Stars. You wouldn't find that once you. No, right? no. Not one. No. time. Would you find a sec? Now with the ESPN rights, you do see it more flirted in there. To be fair, but it just cracks me up. So I love hearing. I know that's a podcast compared to sports talk radio, but I'll listen to Overdrive in Toronto when they talk. <laughs> yeah. you know, can you believe Specs is a healthy scratch? There's not one day I'll be able to start a show off by talking about who's a healthy scratch <laughs> for the Flyers game two of the <laughs> right. NHL season. Right. So I, right. I love it. I'm, I'm just so intrigued by it. But I remember hearing about. Berkey, he was a he was a guest on the show, and it, it was a controversy on: is it time to move on or is it time to to keep going? And they were going to utilize that first year to tell the story. And clearly, they're still active and involved. They're on the downslide, but they're still there. But just like I alluded to, if you if you're getting in still, I mean, we're ruling out Sidney Crosby. Are we ruling out the Penguins? Are are we ruling them out? I mean, they're a team that keeps getting there. So, will Berkey to summarize? I guess. I don't know if he if he would allow this to to break up if he didn't feel it was right. Like, I don't think he's going to allow Hextall to be the one to choose it's time. Yeah. So, if they do go down that path, it almost tells me, and this is speculating. Obviously, I don't know it, but it would almost tell me that Berkey's in agreement that maybe it's it time be, right? Right. maybe it's time. Yeah. But I don't think these low, low balls, I guess, is what they're saying. Or is it... Fair compensation for where you're at in your career. What is it? Is right. it, the name Malkin's a huge name, but he's not 26 anymore. So That's how right. much can we put into? Uh, you can scream if you're a Penguins fan, pay him. But guess what? You can't be the same fan in two years to be screaming that he's help hurting you because you're in hell with your cap because you paid him 10 yeah. million dollars a yeah. year. Yeah,
2: he he can't be paid that. No, anymore. no not I, anymore. I, yeah, I agree.
1: They must have their eye on somebody if they're considering letting him go.
2: Right? I mean, Latang Le- almost that. Yeah right and Latang almost surprises me more just because he still can skate and he seems to be a pretty effective player for them especially power play um, I don't know I was just kind of shocked by that yeah to be no, honest for sure. with
0: you. It's, uh, you know it's a uh... That's a franchise that just keeps going, man. Every year, you can write them into being in the postseason. And my biggest violation in my Philadelphia sports fandom is <laughs> hockey's weird for me. Like, I'm, I'm I love the Flyers. I grew up Flyers and all that. But I'm I'm so around the game that the the love for the Flyers logo, I root for all my friends. You know, whether it's Carolina or it's Calgary or it's Columbus. Like, I'm just I'm so involved with people in the game that I have other rooting interests. Where it's not the same for all the other sports. Sidney Crosby just amazes me. We talk about McCarr and all this. Puck protection, uh, the way he uses his his angles to create all sorts of lanes and um, his ability to cut, and, and it's just amazing. So I root for him to win a cup when the Flyers are irrelevant and whatnot. If it comes down to it. Uh, If he wins another one, I'm not pissed off about it. Right, He's so so unbelievable. He's what I grew up in with. I know McDavid's taking over the storylines of the best player in the planet right now, and deservingly so. Maybe Dreisaitl doesn't get enough praise. You look at the box score. Oh, he had eight points tonight? Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, not a big deal. (laughs) It's it's, it's ridiculous. um, But, man, Crosby is...
2: He's a step ahead of everyone out there still. And I I tell people a lot of times, bros, I was so fortunate to be on the bench for so long. And when you're that close and you see the tiny little things normal fans just don't understand – the play he just made and how good it was. I mean, just little deflections, picking up oh, a man. horrendous pass. You know, which yeah, a lot of guys could do that. Using but, a skate or something it, like, to kick it to a stick. She's yep. really good at that. Drew yep. can pick up any pass. But but Sid, he does those little things and those goals he scored against us where he's five feet to the side of the net and someone takes a slapper but did it on purpose and he just angles his stick. And I know well, a lot of guys do it. Dude, he does it all the time. Like this guy just, it's like he's a step ahead of everyone. And he thinks that he sees what's going on. but. It kind of makes me laugh though, because when I put myself back
0: into uh, when I was playing the game, and look, uh, I, I see why there's a huge difference in some of these. You know, what I mean, like I never, I, I never put it to the test of you know to the level that you're talking about, like ch- the angle change and the defenseman using the stick. Like I'm worried about making the tape to tape pass and all yeah, this stuff. Right. Like there's right. a reason why I wasn't a goal scorer. I'm a stay at home defenseman, so obviously I'm not working on those parts of the craft, but. If I did, could I added an offensive part to my game? But I never brought my, you know, I was so focused on what I needed to do to to be my role, and I was a role guy, so I'm not going to make it seem. Like, but I'm just saying when I when I talk to my friends who are still going and this and that, I'm like, you know, there were so many parts of this game that I see the difference in, in yeah. where things. We're separated a little bit. I'm okay. D <laughs> three NCAA. I had my fun. My junior days were great. Three years aged out. Wouldn't want it any other way, baby. Yeah, I enjoyed all of it. But um, yeah, you just you see the difference sometimes. Hundred
1: percent. Yeah. 100%. And, yep. and if you watch this guy's practice habits, he's you know obviously one of the best practice players. But he gets on there. He's already he's the a first full guy train. out there. Yeah, he's he's picking up bad passes. You know, he's doing all these things that pros do. But like he's he's an elite player already. And then he just continues to optimize his game by continuing to work on little things over and over and over and over again that's what makes him the, the best right it's, it's not just you know riding natural ability he's
2: he's constantly refining and working on it and he's he's unbelievable i mean we, just, yeah we were we were just down at the show riley and i at the trainer show p hats Spem, and uh we were talking to one of their uh, trainers is uh and they were like oh he's already in full mode like He's, Already,
0: huh? Yeah, that's why McKinnon's where he's at because those two guys are 100, like right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you
1: look at the you know the top ten elite guys in the league, and they they have the same consistency of how they practice, how they prepare, how much effort they put in, getting on the ice early, staying late. And this is all, you know, stuff that you expect guys to do, but, you know. The consistency not, of it is not easy. consistency, yeah, right. Yeah, and right.
0: Like, I, look, the last thing I'm trying to do is compare where I was at. To but, you know, in the summers, we'd skate with Johnny and all, and it's like the details of when he's coming down the wall, and I'm just trying to keep my gap or whatever, but you could see the intensity of what he's working on and what he's trying to do and utilizing my stick and trying to go inside out to create a little bit of separation and things like that. It's like you could see it in his eyes, the focus level and determination. And to do that – Every single open skate in the summer. Right. Produced, well, I'm out there like boys, let's have a good time. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, right. got out? the bear hope. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Filling up the water bottle, so in there to see what guy chokes on the bench because they think it's water after a shift You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's just it's the difference. Oh. It's cool to think about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's like that's that they're wired differently. They're wired differently 100%. when they get to that tier putting up a hundred something points in a season. You kidding amazing, me, forty man. goals, seventy five assists.
1: The hell? It's insane, 100. percent And you know, you look at the guys that ha- have you know high end ability that maybe get complacent towards the end of their career, and, and, and they and they slowly kind of fall off, right? I mean, right. Yogs is a perfect example too with the Flyers. I mean, this guy was insane. He was the hardest working guy. Four years old, he'd yeah. come back at the rink late at night and shoot not even pucks, but he would shoot rubber tires. Yeah, I heard he's
0: the craziest. Uh, in the world. You know, but it like that's nuts, the only
1: man. way to optimize that level of play is to continue. You'd putting in the work. And, uh, and I already bagate
2: he himself with weight vests. we a forty pound weight. I'll tell so, you, it was funny because academy? when academy. we were going on the road, he would he would say, NAS, make sure my weight vest is in my bag." And I'm like, well, "What's a fucking sixty pound bag now?" <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. so so we always kept. We had one at the practice rink. We kept under his stall, and then we had one at the game rink. When we traveled, I'd take it. So he came in the one night after a game we had won, and uh, he picked it up, and he was like. Oh, boys. He was really funny, too. Like, he's always – he goes – he had it in his hands. He goes, boys, I don't think I'm going to wear this one again. I only had three points tonight. And he throws it throws it in the bag, and guys are like, you fucking wore that? And he just starts dying. He's like, no, I didn't wear it. It's a 40-pound. But, like, to what Riley was saying, I remember us playing, I think, in Jersey. uh, We played in Jersey. It was a weird time. It was like a 5 o'clock start. But either way, we, we, we go to Boston. And by the time I finish getting the gear on, it's like, you know, 1 a.m. I'm coming back to the hotel. Yogs is coming in from a jog, from a run. Uh, like, we just played a game. And we play tomorrow at, you know, in the afternoon. And he went for a run. But he used to take these golf cart uh, wheels and he would shoot it like 20 times. Off the, off the wall, and then he had his weight vest on, and he would sprint all the way down this long hallway that's at the, the skate of the Flyers inside of the Flyers' side. And uh, and then he'd come back in, wait a like, minute, and go back and do it all again. And then when the last men's league game was done, he would go out, and the kids that worked there would feed him one-timers, and he would just shoot the Don't you
0: think in. at some point, though, that uh, maybe I'm new school with the sports science and whatnot, but at some point you're overdoing it? You oh, know 100%. I mean? yeah, the
2: point of
1: diminishing returns, uh, yeah. for sure. And it
0: seems like he was probably at that level, but at the same time he had the career that he that he had, and I guess maybe just feels that at some point in, at his age, although he was probably doing this when he was 18, 19, 20, 21, too, at the same time, but once he got to some age, it's like if I take a day off, my body will... Probably tighten up to a point in his eyes, at least. I don't know. I'm trying to get into the brain of Yager. Yeah. How hard yeah, is right. that to do? But I don't know. It just seems like at some point, it's like, dude, take a day. Like, a yeah, day, I know people mock an off day, a rest day, this and you know, that. What do you mean you get paid all this money? But to some extent, man, like, I, you know, oh, you they need it, to, especially in hockey, man. You
2: are playing three games yeah, a week, 100%. three to four. Three to four games a week, yeah. really,
0: and, and,
1: and Yogs is still from that old school, you know, yeah. uh, era. Obviously, right? I, I think the guys like Crosby, the guys are talking about McKinnon and, and all these younger guys. There's a lot more emphasis on recovery. What to your point? Yes, you put the work in, you know, the extra work, the skill work, all this other stuff. But yes, I mean, I think these younger guys are more wired for those days off and, and focus on recovery, regeneration. I think Yogs comes from that old school era. There was. You know, there was no emphasis on
0: recovery when Yoggs came no. in the league, man. It was just like you know, you Back come to train yeah, you come the
1: training camp and training camps. Well school. now training camps different
0: to a degree of at least you're seeing this in football, but it's like you're expected to come into camp in shape. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. You're coming to camp to get in shape, although I I do believe Torts is going to make a statement. He's going to make a statement. I'm not going to lie. Well, this was a little off the ice stuff, so it's not the same, but man, towards the end, those goalies were giving me a run for my money during some of those suicides. Oh, yeah. You were dying? Dude, I'll tell you what. That last year, that's when I, which is a hard thing for us to admit when it's time, you know, but that last year for me was when when I started to realize, like, man, I am not, like, I don't, care you know like yeah i don't care yeah. that i'm this far in the back during some of these suicides in <laughs> training camp it's like yeah. maybe that's telling me which is i'm look i loved my career and it's just it's weird because with us it's we don't know what we're going to do when hockey's over it's such a big part of them. that's why i love this it's like i haven't been in a locker room setting in quite some time and I don't think I'd be the same person without the locker. I was dancing, showers, this and that, goofball. I was the nut job that everybody needs to keep it loose. So it's a big part of my personality. But um, when I think about it, I was lucky enough to go from hockey – Transition to. I had such a passion for sports talk radio, such a passion for sports broadcasting that I knew where my next steps were. I got a lot of friends that their career ends there's a year or two where I don't know 100%. what I want to do. This yeah. and that. It's like yeah. where am I? And a lot of them did get back into coaching, which is cool now because you're, you're starting to see they're they're working at their alma maters for uh, whether it's like high school or something. They're coaching there, and it's cool to see that kind of stuff. But it was a weird that last year of mine, my sophomore year. It's like, dude. I don't care that I'm starting to get beat by the goalies and pads. Yeah. Like, woof, yeah, right. woof, woof. Yeah. A, yeah, the meetings with the coach after that was a little yeah, – I but can it's, imagine. It's, it's, this is weird, too. I My last year, I played four games out of, like, 25. I was health bombing. By one point, it's like you kind of know where you're at, right? But – uh <laughs> My favorite coach ever. Isn't that crazy? He was like, your favorite my coach. My favorite coach ever you was played the four coach. games for him. Yeah, well, yeah. my 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 freshman year, I played eight, but I fra- I broke my thumb, which I missed all. So I played the first game of the year, and then I went on a nice run. Broke my thumb, and then uh, excuse me, I played uh, my freshman year. I played game one of the year. Then I broke my thumb blocking a shot in practice on the PK. had surgery, and then when I came back, I played seven straight. So it was like, for me, freshman year, that's another whatever. I played seven straight, eight total. Then the last year going into camp, it's like, all right, I see kind of where I'm at here, and I don't have that passion anymore, which is just kind of crazy for me. That's all I ever knew. And then, um, but yeah, the relationship off the ice. I could go into his room, just talk the shit with him. And he was so cool. And he was the one that really pushed me into sports broadcasting. Because he was like, Broads, I don't do this all the time. When kids are in your position, I always inspire them to not give up. It's like, I recruited you for a reason you have an energy here. You're a locker room guy. Like, you matter here. It, it, you know, I get it. Everyone wants to play, and maybe we can work on some things to get you more playing time, junior year, senior year. Like, we love you here. And he was making that very clear and, and, and all that. But, like, when I see that drive of when you talk to me about Sports Talk Radio and what you want to do and how you speak about certain things about what's after this, it's like, I, I'm like... I I gotta push you into a direction of doing this because I, I, you have it and I can't hold you back selfishly of wanting you to be this locker room guy here where I just see that fire in your eye. And, um, Respect that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people for sure, at it, man. Like, bro, you sure he just didn't want to get you the hell out of there? But like, no, I still talk to him every day. He listens awesome. to my shows. Like, no, oh, our relationship awesome. wasn't one of those where I could see where maybe that sounds that way. But it was definitely on such a deeper connection than that. And I just never heard of someone talk about a coach the way I do about someone who. Is struggling to get playing time, yeah, but it, right. it goes a long way for me that I'll never forget, <laughs> and I still talk to him and value everything that he's done for me throughout you know those two years when I was playing NCAA. Right. So that's, awesome. that's amazing, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I, not I, easy I, when yeah. you're not, you know, it's not easy. It's it's a it's a grind for 100%, sure. A testament
1: to him. I mean, I mean, if you're a great coach, you always want what's best for your players in yeah. the personal life as yeah. well as on the ice, right? Especially I mean, at that it's...
0: level, too. Not to knock D3 NCAA, but, you know, when you do keep going after that, you play a couple years and maybe the Southern Pro or you play a couple years overseas, and then right. after that, it's it, it has a ceiling to some degree. Not that you can't ever make it. Of course, there are some people that do go D3 to the, well, to the to D3. A and keep grinding yeah. and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah, I think at that level, there is a realization of what is the long-term here of, of the – of the player too, so for whatever yeah, it's worth. It also, I know we kind of jumped all over the place there, yeah. but well, you know. I got to
2: agree with him. Yeah, I mean, you do so. a hell of a job, and uh, you—I uh, de- no think you were definitely put on this earth to do this. Wow. Well, ah, well, thank you very much. Really. It's
0: been a crazy journey. I remember. Uh, When I was super young getting involved into it all, I used to have a notebook and I would study the host I love nationally, locally, things I loved, things I didn't love. And I would cross out things that – not that I would copy off of, but it's more of molding who I was going to be based off of things that I think works and things that I think is unique and what I I don't like about those people that I think I want to shy away from and all that. So that's – when I started to pick up the realization of the details of, I'm not listening as a fan anymore. I, I'm listening as yeah. I want to perfect this craft to kind of tie a full circle of uh, that is my equivalent of focusing on switching your angles up when coming down the half wall to look for a high glove shot or a short side shot. It's you know, ooh, that was an interesting tease heading into the break. You
1: know <laughs> what I mean? It's,
0: yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. Kind of yeah. Stuff.
2: So, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I. I, I start- yeah, it is, and and Riley and I still haven't figured it out because every time we finish a show, Debo and Baller are like, "Oh, boys, fuck, sure you don't want us to just jump in your seats because you guys are." <laughs> but uh, you're right, man. It's it, you do a great job, and, and you're fun to listen to, and 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 I like that you get to do all sports because I'm a, I love all sports as well. Like, yeah, I love um, it
0: too. And one thing that I do take a lot of pride in, and it's no knock on anyone in the business, but hockey's tough. It's it's tough to dissect heavily. Especially as a casual or a little bit above casual wear, and I get this a lot on, um, you know, social media when I am on the air is. No, I'm breaking down a three nothing loss where I'm talking about yeah, a line right. change in the second period where you should have got the puck deep, but there was a turnover inside the blue line in the gray area, and your gap was off. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> uh, you know it's it, unless you're in those moments and in the trenches of realizing what it's like to have to stop on a dime and start skating backwards to keep your stick stick on puck when someone with speed's trying to beat you wide. Like yeah. those are details that. Um, it's not enough. It's just, it's hard to know about because of the speed of the game. Exactly. And uh, it's fun to have that separation and the uniqueness of something that I can provide that isn't as common in the business in this market. Because I always thought with the Flyers growing up, especially nine, like it was the talk of the town. Flyers was Lindros, Leclerc, Wrecking, mm-hmm. all this stuff, even bleeding into the early 2000s and all. It's hard to talk talk about them now and it's right. lost so much pop so i'm doing my best to bring the pop back yes well, you yes. do a hell of a job you know yeah, you, you, you know sure. your
1: shit you put your you know you put the time in but i think most importantly and it's no secret you bring the energy yeah bring the
0: fire you have dude. to man yeah. you, you have to. to yeah you yeah, don't it's... want to be too monotone and boring there's times for that right but yeah, yeah the amount of times like bros are screaming again i know yeah 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 you know, it's a three nothing loss. What do you want me to sit here and just say like, "Oh, it's all great, it's all good"? Yeah. they lost three nothing. They got shut out again. It's their eighth loss for the second time this season in a row. What do you want me to do? Yeah, You're right. supposed to sit here and say it's all right.
1: Yeah, I know. I hear yeah, it, what's man. Chuck
0: Fletcher going to do here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. Well, bros, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, On the track fine. here in the studio. Get home and get
2: the puppy. Yeah, get the puppy. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. need any
0: anxiety. Yeah, she's something else, man. This dog. Uh, d- for the side story here for the people, got a puppy, severe anxiety, separation anxiety and all. Uh, we rescued her. She also, scariest moment of my life. I don't want to end on a sour note, but I guess here we are, just smoothly going into a transition. <laughs> I let the puppy out back, right? There's a dog next door, and they run the fences all the time. And it's like, all right, not a big deal. Like, oh, they, you know, they have, they have their fun. Rottweiler grabbed her nose through the fence and like yanking on it for a good two minutes and I'm sitting here like, screaming bloody murder at the top of my lungs. The whole neighborhood was watching this happen because I was screaming. People probably thought, like, if I heard someone scream like this, I'm like, someone's in trouble. i mm-hmm. got to figure this thing out. Right. My neighbors are jumping the fence. So not only does she have severe separation anxiety and she was rescued, <laughs> she had dental surgery. They had to remove part oh, of her God. jaw and stitch it back up. And she's like six months at this point. She had parvo and she had to leave early on when we first got. This dog's been through everything. Uh, major so. But yeah, so we got to do some sort of, uh, my fiancé, She's waiting for me to get back so then she can leave. So someone's home for the dog at all times oh, right man. now. But we started to bring her to that fetch place where it's almost like doggy daycare. She's loving it. Tongue's hanging out. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. It's all part of it, man. It's all
2: part oh, of it. Yeah. Yeah, doing well now. Good, good. good. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for having me, fellas. Yes, Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you, bro. Even when we're on a budget, we
1: still deserve nice things.